Welcome to the podcast, Water Pollution is Bad, and Here is Why, with Nev and Madison. I'm Madison. And I'm Nev. Today, we have the pleasure of talking about the impacts of water pollution in waterways with a focus on agricultural, sewage, industrial chemical pollutants, and their unique environment and their unique impact on the environment. Our guests today are Isabella and Marna, and our topic of interest is pollutants' impact on dolphin and whales. Each of the three pollutants we are talking about today affect the environment in different ways. Agricultural water pollution comes from chemicals that are used to grow crops and keep animals. Most of the pollution from crops is from chemical runoff. Insecticides, herbicides, and fungicides used on crops can enter and contaminate water through runoff. The pollution that livestock makes is manure, which runs off into lakes and streams. These can poison fish and wildlife, contaminating food sources and destroying habitats. The Environmental Protection Agency, a.k.a. the EPA, regulates the amount of chemicals used in agriculture by using a health-based criteria. Planting native trees and shrubs, keeping livestock away from water's edges, and leaving grass or native buffers between tilled fields and streams can stop runoff in agriculture. I'd want runoff to stop because I don't want manure in my stream. Yeah. That sounds gross. That does sound gross. (laughs) Sewage is also one of the problems in water pollution. And sewage is treated in water treatment plants, and the waste is mostly disposed of into the sea. When people are ill, their sewage that goes into the ocean can carry harmful viruses and bacteria into the environment. Uh, Chloroforms are from the human intestinal tract and are used as indicators of sewage pollution. Minimizing water use when it's raining, disposing of household chemicals properly, and not putting fats, oils, or greases down the drain are great ways to prevent sewage pollution. I also don't want human poop in my streams. Is that also yeah, sounds that, that can give you the runa. That can give you the runa. You don't want the bid. Yeah. <laughs> there is um, some islands, and I'm looking at my world map here, called Society Islands. So... You know those things where people like blame society for stuff. I blame society that's what, that's for pooping and getting it in my stream. Yeah, they are like the root of all evil. The, <laughs> the <whole> society <laughs> islands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to our third point: industrial chemical pollutants. These are particularly bad because they a lot of times poison marine life, like dolphins and whales and other marine Not life, Nemo. but mostly dolphins and whales. Nemo can Nemo's in a fish tank. He's not in a fish can tank. Can you watch the movie? He was in an anemone. Anemone. No, but then he was kidnapped and put in the fish tank. But he started out in the ocean. Yeah, but then he was taken to a less polluted place. Hmm. Okay, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you? That was the point of the movie. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I need to watch my Nemo again. Obviously. <laughs> Industrial chemical pollutants are poisoning marine life, like dolphins and whales. Pollution from industrial work can come from metals and solvents that are used. Water pollution can also come from pesticides that are used to control weeds, insects, and fungi. Petroleum from oil spills can also be a cause of water pollution. Do you pronounce it fungi or fungi? Um, I like to think he's a pretty fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I respect that. Fun guy it is. 
These pollutants in particular are commonly found in many beached whales and dolphins' blubber and liver tissues on the U.S.'s southeast Atlantic coast. Among pollutants found were artesine, a herbicide, triclosin, an antibiotic, and triclosin, an antibiotic. What's that one dolphin movie where, um, like, he gets stuck in a a crab cage and he needs to have 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 a prosthetic tail? Flipper! Hmm. No, it's not flipper. It's like dolphin. dolphin tail. It's a dolphin tail. What dolphin tail. Name? Hope, maybe. I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah. Who's who's oh. that one um, seagull from Little Mermaid? Sebastian. No, that's Scully? not Sebastian. Sebastian's the crab. Sebastian's the crab. Was it Scully? Scully? Giggle. Skeagle. Skeagle the seagull. I feel like it might be Scully. I think I feel it should like be there's an artist out Skull. there who like turns like princess movies into like reality and like Little Mermaid we will be like oil spills and Scully will have <laughs> his feathers all caught up in the oil and he won't be able Look, to fly like and then he'll die. Chicken. So when oh. you get something from a bad industrial place known for oil spills Think of dead Scully. <laughs> yeah, and dead Ariel dead while Ariel. you're at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not good either. Not good at all. <laughs> okay. You should keep it every time you say keeping that in. <laughs> keep that in. I'm gonna keep that in. Okay. Keep, keep it in. in. But keep that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reread the paragraph now. Okay. Oftentimes, chemical pollutants will latch onto plastic pollutants, and marine life will eat it because they mistake it for food. Then, as predators eat their contaminated meals, all those toxins in the organisms they eat start to bioaccumulate in the organism eating its fat. One example of this is when a um, turtle mistakes a plastic bag for a jellyfish, and he will actually eat the plastic bag. So actually, well, mm-hmm. actually, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, then the next animals will eat it, and the next transferring the toxins as you go up in trophic levels. Metals and solvents from industrial work are poisonous to many forms of aquatic life and can slow their development. Along with these are oil spills, which can cause the death of many fish, and the oil can stick to seabirds' feathers, causing them to lose the ability to fly. Oh, no. Scully, you remember Scully, guys. <laughs> Oftentimes, chemical pollutants will latch onto plastic pollutants, and marine life will eat it because they mistake it for food. Then, as predators eat their contaminated meals, all those toxins in the organisms they eat start to bioaccumulate in the organism eating its fat. One example of this is when a um, turtle mistakes a plastic bag for a jellyfish, and he will actually eat the plastic bag. Actually, well? Mm-hmm. Actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, then the next animals will eat it, and the next transferring the toxins as you go up in trophic levels. Metals and solvents from industrial work are poisonous to many forms of aquatic life and can slow their development. Along with these are oil spills, which can cause the death of many fish, and the oil can stick to seabirds' feathers, causing them to lose the ability to fly. Oh, no. Scully, you remember Scully, guys. Laws that were made to combat the impact of water pollution include the Federal Water Pollution Control Act of 1948. 
which was the first water protection law that prevents pollutants from being dumped into any navigatable. I can't say that word. Navigable. Navigable. Skip it. (laughs) When I was writing this, I knew that that word was going to give me trouble. I was hoping you wrote this. I don't know. I bet it was you. (laughs) Any any navigable water without a permit. The newest instated water act is the clean water act cwa which gives permit granting powers to the national pollution discharge discharge elimination system and peds and peds for discarding contaminants and give the environmental protection agency EPA, epa the ability EPA. EPA. <laughs> the ability to make Pollution control program. I like saying acronyms. Yeah, Pids. they're fun. Bits. 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 So today we are going to interview our sisters, Marna, Andre, and Isabella Wall. Marna is currently eating candy corn that she stole from me, and Isabella is being a bit hostile. So. <laughs> hey, man. Say hi, Isabella. Hi. Say okay, hi, Marna. Isabella. Um, did you know that you oh. were being interviewed for a podcast about water quality? Yes, I do. That's good. That's good. We did our jobs right. Yeah. Um, what do you think that you personally can do to help stop this? Um, I think that when I buy soda cans, I can cut the plastic up and make sure to recycle any bottles to reduce the pollution that goes into the oceans that the animals eat. You, the plastic stuff that comes in the soda cans, do you mean the stuff that holds them together? Yes. And um, what do you, and when you cut this up, what do you prevent? I you pre- do this. prevent the animals from, like, their head getting stuck in the plastic. And if they eat it, it can be more easily digested. What are your views on soda tab? Those metal soda tab things. Right. The shit goes. Like, things on top of sodas. Oh, that you open the sodas with? Yeah, my grandma, like, doesn't like those, so I thought I'd ask. <laughs> don't ask yeah. questions. Oh. <laughs> it's an interview. supposed to ask questions. <laughs> oh, no. Do you, do you cut those tabs? No, because those are small enough. Okay. What about that um, reasoning? Fat worm. A fat, a fat worm. <laughs> what if a fat worm got stuck down? I answered my one question. Oh, hostile. Okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Okay, now on to our second guest, Marna, who thinks she's going to get paid, but she's not. So, Marna. <laughs> Did you know... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you know that we are interviewing you for a podcast about water quality? Unfortunately, yes, I'm more. Oh, wow. You're prepared. <laughs> what do you think you could personally do to help stop this? Well, you could stop using plastic bags when we get groceries, but then again, that's what we use for garbage bags. And if we didn't use plastic bags that we got from the grocery store as our garbage bags, then we'd have to buy garbage bags, which would basically do nothing. You could use a paper bag. You don't use paper bags for garbage. Why not? You could. Use them for paper recycling. You can use them for paper garbage. I bet it's not impossible. Well, that leads to deforestation. Well, then what do you suggest we do? Nothing. I mean, this podcast is about water pollution, not Don't deforestation. Don't throw That's a whole anything away. Podcast. 
Just don't throw anything away ever. Don't use all those plastic straws that we have in our cabinet. Says <laughs> you as you are eating out of a plastic bag of candy corn. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of turtles, Marna, did you know that some turtles mistake plastic bags for jellyfish and they eat the plastic bags? Yeah, that's the whole reason that they eat plastic bags. You know, I either saw that on an episode of a documentary or Wildcats. I don't know which, but it was one of those. Wildcats. <laughs> I feel like it was a documentary, actually. <laughs> really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Wildcats is educational. <laughs> okay, I think that's all we need for you right now, unless you have something more to say. I regret this. Oh, I regret nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Marna. Thank you for coming. Don't contaminate your water and use biodegradable or reusable products, especially for products that commonly end up in waterways, like plastic bags, for instance. Also, be more conscious of... (laughs) For instance. Also, be more conscious of the eco-friendliness of brands you buy. Try not to support brands that dump their potentially dust Toxic waste in waterways. <laughs> well, that appears to be all for the day, folks. I hope you enjoyed yourself very much and learned something about the world, water pollution, and yourself. How would you react to an apocalypse? A pollution apocalypse? Well, that's a trick question because there already is one, and only you can prevent water pollution. Thank you and good night. Good-